Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The Evergreen Podcast Production Network. Evergreen Podcast, well, what, what we have accumulated is a, uh, a great collection of shows that you might like and i'm going to encourage you to go to evergreenpodcast.com to check out our diverse and dynamic a range of uh of of great radio programming so think think about this in the terms of podcasts because it is dynamic okay just check it out uh podcast uh, production tonight tony the pit pass crew has put together a very good lineup of guests yeah, we're going to talk to Ryan Sipes, who uh, has a busy week down in Daytona Bike Week. Saw him racing, and he didn't. Uh, you know, I was a little nervous for Sipes because I haven't seen him on a Supercross track for a while. He definitely didn't embarrass himself. Very solid ride. <laughs> and then uh, the next day, he signed up for the Wild Boar in Palatka, Florida, where the uh, GNCC was supposed to be round two, but it was round one because they had a one race get canceled. He ended up 12th um, with only making one lap, pulled his shoulder out. We're going to talk to him about that. But he also has some flat tracks scheduled for this week. So it's a big deal for him. He's hanging out with a bunch of his buddies from Red Bull, including Travis Pastrana. We saw him. He was lined up next to me in the morning round, and he wimped out, and his hands were hurting or something. But I have oh, wow. I didn't have to uh, wimp out because my hands hurting because I, I had a pretty – good crash before my hands got torn up but uh uh sipes is going to be on the show also no, Stu no, Baylor. No, hang on hang on yeah. hang on uh, back up the truck you had a pretty good weekend compared to you said your hands got torn up what were you no, doing my hands didn't get torn up pastrana's hands got torn ah. up. i had a 40 mile an hour loop out which i've never done i've never done a 40 mile an hour belly flop on a florida sand <laughs> sand dirt whatever oh, it was yes okay. that so, had to hurt yeah so uh, we can talk about that later in the show. I don't want to burn up my, our time with Sipes because he's on the show. But uh, Stu Baylor is going to be on, who is uh, coming out swinging for this year. And and, and uh, Stu Baylor is, is – I like that guy. Yeah. He's Dude's fast. Uh, Cole Seeley is going to be on, who also looked very fast Saturday night at the, okay. at the uh, Daytona Supercross. Luke Neese is going to be on, who's strangely – <laughs> very similar to our friend Jim Neese, maybe some relation. Are they? Uh, but he had uh, he raced Saturday night in the yeah. 250 class, and uh, Lee Habib, who's the guy that you booked. Well, uh, Lee is the host of uh, a great uh, program heard on many of our radio stations called American Stories, and it's about America and the stories that you may or may not know. Maybe you don't know that uh, George Washington was uh, targeted for assassination by his own troops. We'll talk to him about that and perhaps more. We're going to talk about George Washington on the show? Perhaps you don't know this, but George Washington started number one on the grid at the very first Daytona. (laughs) The 200? The 200. (laughs) Which is coming up. So that's That's actually pretty that you would... You know, that you, this is why you need to be at our pre-show meeting. Need- Let's go to P.J. Duran, Scott Casper with you, and, of course, uh, Tony Wink catching up with everybody else. P.J., uh, hot news for you, sir. The big news was Qatar 
MotoGP started this weekend, and Andrea Davizioso comes out swinging, takes the win. Even bigger news, the top five separated by no more than .6 of one second. Wow. And the second most. So we went Davizioso, Marquez, and Crutchlow on the podium. Uh, Alex Renz and Valentino Rossi there holding down fifth, .6 out. Ducati was protested by literally every other team on the grid for what they believed to be an unfair advantage. They were using uh, aerodynamic aids on the swing arms whoa, 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 and the whoa, front whoa. wheels are we talking about the downward uh nope something different that we've never seen which is why every team except ducati who was using them protested them can uh, you describe it for us uh it was an appendage hanging off the bottom of the rear swing arm and then they also had two essentially uh fixed panels uh below uh the front fork kind of shielding the front brake rotor I don't know the purpose of them, but certainly they were bad, you know. So Ducati didn't protest themselves. We got that. Of course, that, okay. that we know. Uh, everybody right. else did, and they got, uh, everybody else got Which shut is down. surprising because they love to protest. <laughs> oh, I know. All right, so but your estimation, knowing what you know, having seen what you've seen, what would be the overall goal of Team Ducati for for uh, the changes or the supplementation. Oh, they were the first ability and speed, certainly, and they seem to have both in spades. So, uh, they, but apparently the governing body, the FIM, said no foul. Uh, it's within our rules. Uh, there's continuing uh, right now that they, they dismissed the the um, disputes offhand, and then now there's an appeals process. So I'll keep us posted over the weeks to come. The division between first and second was what? I mean, are we talking about a point oh two three? Marquez and Davizioso fought to the line, photo finish. Okay, wow. Okay. You could say they could throw a blanket over the top. Five? Absolutely, you yeah. could say that, and really for the top five, yeah. And well, while they, hung up, he got tired of waiting. While they investigate, <laughs> let's get him on. While, while they investigate, you know what happens, right? They do throw a blanket over. It. They don't want people to see what they're looking at. And Tony, you've been involved in situations just like that in all kinds of racing. Um, it's clear as the rules are. Sometimes there is some. Looks like we're maybe getting him back. There, there, there is some. I want to say some question. Okay. I've always said if you can't beat him on the track, beat him by the rule book. Really, that's a good one. Yeah, for and, sure. And PJ, you agree with that? Hey, it's never a bad idea. You know, it's it's called racing for a reason. Mm. For one team, you're pushing the rules. For the other team, you're making sure they aren't going across them. Okay. Well, sure. obviously, a lot of news coming out of Daytona, a lot of news coming out of racing in and of itself. But uh, I will tell you folks this, that we will bring you everything that we can up into a Tuesday particular program. Uh, Red Bull's KTM Cooper Webb finished first or second, if you will, uh, finished over the last six rounds of the Monster Energy Kawasaki, and that was the Eli Tomac. And Tomac had a remarkable weekend as well. Three wins at Daytona International Speedway for Tomac. Mac in the premier class he won in 2016 and 17 if you recall finished second team overall in 2018 his worst finish in the premier class in daytona was fourth place in 2013 all right uh so no surprise there tomac we expected him to be strong there and i think cooper webb he didn't have anything for tomac but he made he made do he he did it i mean i, I really think it showed a lot for Webb to to finish strong like that. He was way down, like, you know, almost like seven seconds down from from some Tomac. So it was a long ways down. But um, 
But That's I like a long to, way. Though, I like dude. get to our guest because he just we just got about. Is he, I, is he here? His name's Ryan Sipesbury, according I've, to Jack. But I think Sip- it might be a a typo. <laughs> I think it's Ryan Sipes we have on. Sipesbury. What's up, oh. Sipes? <laughs> How's it going? I've never been called that. Ryan Sipesbury. I think it's just a, Jack has t- <laughs> fat fingers. I'm not sure. He does have fat fingers. Hey, how you feeling? How's the shoulder? Oh, it's it's been better, but uh, I got one more race, so I gotta. I gotta tough it out. Can you do it? Yeah, I think so. I read a little bit today, and uh, it it don't feel awesome, but I can I can get around. When you say you rode a little so, bit, was it scooters or what were you riding? No, nah, I rode a, a flat track and just a little short track. Or actually, they had the TT set up, and I rode my bike that I raced on Thursday, um, just kind of to see if I could, and I can. So we're uh, we're all systems go for Thursday. It's the, the program, in, in case anybody hasn't caught it, uh, I would uh, encourage you to go find where, where can they find the, the video, first off, Ryan? The the one uh, that I posted on Sipes Snow Supercross, Sipes Snow Flat Track, Sipes Snow Off Road, yeah, that one. Uh, so it's on my Instagram, um, <laughs> just at our Sipes, or at our underscore Sipes. Or if they don't have that, can they get it on YouTube or something? They uh, don't know if it's on YouTube. Maybe on Facebook. There you um, go. Should be on my Facebook. So you can you can find it out. Just put in, uh, type in Sipes Nose Supercross or something. So the, racing Saturday night at the Supercross. Haven't seen you for a while. I had no doubts in your your uh, ability. However, I was a little nervous for you that you didn't go out and embarrass yourself. Just because. I haven't seen you race Supercross in a long time, and man, you! Were, I was grateful for the. You were so good. I was stoked for you. Yeah, <laughs> really good. Well, thanks, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, I wish I could have read a little bit better in the main, but overall, I was pretty happy with uh, feeling like I belonged out there and not <laughs> not uh, feeling like my time's gone past. You know what I mean? Okay, so I, I mean, what are you thirty by now or close to it? Wow. <laughs> Dude, I'm 34. Come on. Okay, Come on. so 34. I'm trying to be credit. nice. All right, so here's the thing, though. You're a guy that that retires from Supercross, right. goes and says, "I'm going to try this outdoor th- or this this uh, off road thing," and end up being the, the the first American to win the ISDE individual. You you've you've won a GNCC. Your name is in the record books. I mean, you've there's. There's so much that you've accomplished in a short amount of time. And I realize it's all just dirt bikes or whatever, but it's a whole different deal, you know? And then to come back to, to motocross like you have, and then to, to this program here, you're doing motocross all in one week and Daytona Bike Week. You're doing supercross. Then you're going to do GNCC. Now you're going to race flat track. And uh, Red Let's Bulls- get him a 600. See him at the 200. Well, better yet, let's just ask him Go a for question. All of them. Come on, ask him a question. Ryan Sipes, are you there? I was bragging on him. I know, dude, and it's sometimes I, I I've been guilty of that too because it's Ryan Sipes. But ask him the question. This guy deserves to answer the question. He's got his own followers on Ryan Sipes' nose. For God's sake, nothing. Okay, we can go to commercial break if you're too busy. Okay. By the way, I will I will say this: if you want to have fun. I want you to Google Ryan Sipes' name, okay? And you'll come up with a plethora of great 
uh, interviews, video footage, including the 2019 Daytona Supercross Press Day, of which I thought you were full of it, in a good way, by the way. Talk to us about Press Day, because quite frankly, Press Day is a, is a big deal for a lot of people, but it seemed to just roll off your back. In other words, it really didn't seem like it mattered to you. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I guess I don't know what you're talking about with it. It didn't seem like it didn't matter to me. I I begged and begged to be, to be able to do Press Day, <laughs> uh, just because it's been so long since I raced, and I put in a ton of laps on the Supercross track here um, in Florida at Moto Sandbox, but it's not Daytona, and it's not a racetrack, you know, so I wanted that extra time, and I think Press Day was cool to be able to kind of get, we only rode half the track, but to get a few of the jumps down was, like, a, I thought, uh, an advantage for me, um, <clears throat> just to kind of, if nothing else, like, get comfortable early that way. You know, on race day, it wasn't like, you know, um, <laughs> I'm still not comfortable by the heat race. So, Ryan, how much time are they going to give you guys out there on that uh, new for this year uh, TT course? Uh, is it going to be race day only or are you getting, uh, are you getting uh, a day or two ahead of time? No, no, nobody's allowed to. So we will get um, whatever it is, two eight-minute practices maybe on Holy smokes. On um, Thursday, yeah. And then, then go uh, qualify. So, uh, well, that's, yeah, so your your lap time is your gate position. That is your qualifier. <laughs> for heat race, yeah, that's like the top 60 or top something, 48 or whatever, go to the, the night program, and then you have to do heat race, semi, and then the main. So I, I thought it was interesting. I was talking to your dad during, uh, well, I was talking to you too, but in the garages there during – in between your your practices and we're talking about you had your woods bike your motocross bike and your your flat track bike there and i was looking at your your flat track bike and you've got screws set on the si- sidewall of your rim or, or, or on the the edge of your rim into the sidewall of your tire to uh, to keep that tire from spinning when you hit the concrete or when you come off the concrete onto the dirt um is that something that uh that you just kind of precautionary or, or do you think you, the thing would actually break bead and screw it up? No, I mean, it's just something I was told I should do. Um, I'd never had, cause I, I mean, it's a three inch wide rim, so I don't have a rim lock that's that big. So I'd never had anything, but it's a, it's a, you know, the tire beads on or seats onto the rim. So like it's, takes a lot of pressure to even get it on there that i didn't i've never needed it before the tubes never moved um everything's been great but they said with this going on the asphalt um that we would need it or you might spin the tire and the the valve stem rip out so i hated to drill holes in my brand new rim but um you know that's one of the things that we're going to have to do i guess for these faster bigger ones with the asphalt and you, you said, if I remember right, you have a little experience. You were some track where you're testing. Was it a go kart track where they have like a supermoto track, or what was it? Where you've you've got a little experience going from from dirt to concrete back to dirt. Yeah, it was just um, up in I forget what it's called, maybe Sunshine MX or something. They have a little like asphalt oval, and we were um, we were going up from the asphalt onto the um, 
onto the dirt just to kind of simulate that. And I'm glad I did, glad I was able to, to do that just to kind of feel it because it is quite a bit different. It's like you got tons of traction to, you know, com- um, comparably just no traction. So it's like um, it'll be a little bit tricky at least once before before race day, you know. And how many, uh, re- refresh our memory, Ryan, uh, and is, it, is the rest of this season somewhat determined by what happens here at Daytona? Or are you are you locked in for a number of uh, flat track races that we can look for yet? Yeah, I'm supposed to do all the TTs. So um, that's kind of the goal. That's what I want to do. Um, I don't know that this weekend has, or, you know, this race in particular has much to do with the rest of the season. Um, the only thing that might, you know, have something to do with the rest of the season is, is if uh, what the shoulder ends up being. If I get it checked out and they say, you know, you need surgery, then, um, you know, I may have to do that and miss a few of them. If hopefully not, hopefully it's, something something else and i can get her get her fixed up you think you can beat a 53 year old man with what a stick or what what are we talking about what's that ryan um i said everybody's been asking me about wardy i think he's gonna be awesome (laughs) i think it's so cool (laughs) i think he's gonna be really good he's gonna be one of the dudes i think it's a story i truly do i love i love jeff ward though (laughs) what wardy's awesome um, we'll talk with Ryan Sipes and Tony. Um, we talk a little bit about where these guys practice. Uh, he's talking about a asphalt oval and and riding the dirt, if you will. But um, do they charge you on a per lap basis, or what do you get? Thirty laps, twenty laps, fifteen laps? What is it? Uh, I'll tell you. I just rented. Or I paid Johnny Lewis. He. he um he was the one that had it all rented out. Jail ten, you just write him a check and it's all handled. <laughs> it's Piece of money. cake. <laughs> By the way, again, you can look for Ryan Sipes online. Ryan Sipes, just Google it. You'll come up with a plethora of product for you to look at, whether it's reading or watching. I think you'll enjoy what you do see. And uh, Ryan, so uh, what do we do the balance of the week? It's Tuesday. When do you hit it next? Uh, well, I rode a little bit today, uh, go to the speedway tomorrow, got some media stuff and set up, and um, so tomorrow's pretty much much a wash, and then we'll be racing on Thursday. PJ, final and, uh, question to you. Well, we just hope that uh, you heal up and feel 100%. I know you're, uh, you're anxious to get out there and uh, show these guys what you got. Yeah, thanks, man. It's... Uh, I mean, I faked it through the Supercross. Surely I can get through the, through the flat track, you know. Uh, it is feeling a little better than it did Sunday. Um, I'm just trying to take it pretty easy, and, and I think uh, as long as nothing crazy happens, it starts, and I want to be on the podium. Have you had an MRI on it or what? No, not yet. I don't have time this week. i got hey, another race to do. Good news. If you're in Canada, it takes no less than 10 and a half weeks minimum to get an MRI. That's insane. I know, right? You ought to see what it takes to get a heart transplant. <laughs> it's 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 that's socialist government right there at its best. Anyway, Ryan, uh, sponsors. Who do you want to thank? Oh shoot, um, Red Bull, Liat, and KTM. Uh, um, my biggest one, um, Steve Racing, uh, FMF, Decal Works, uh, Maxima, um, Fluid Focus. Dunlop, um, Team Design Works, XC Gear, 
um, everybody that's been been helping me out a ton this year. Uh, it's hard to put this program together by yourself, but I got a lot of good people behind me. Well, obviously you do, but good job out of you, bud. We'll look forward to seeing the results on the weekend. The weekend, good job out of you. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you very much, Ryan Sipes. Tony, why is he your one of your favorite interviews? What is it about Sipes that just trips your triggers? Is it the way he rides, races, prepares, or what is it? Um, I think it's. I feel like I can uh, relate with him as a pro rider more than most of them, and I think it's just because of his demeanor and, and how he approaches it. And he's, uh, you know, he's 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 a veteran now, and and he certainly. Um, Seems like he's the most, one of the most level-minded people that that are racing motorcycles. Well, you you mentioned that he was racing Daytona Supercross Saturday, and then the Wild Boar. Can you tell our listeners what the Wild Boar is and why that's special? Because I don't think we've talked about the Wild Boar very much on this program. It's the G. It's what well, we did in the opening opening conversation. It's the GNCC that was an hour north of of uh, Daytona. And it's a three-hour race through the woods and swamp, literally a swamp, and it's uh, very difficult. So, is that your favorite kind of racing through the swamp and sand and whatnot? No, no, <laughs> it's not. It's exactly the opposite. I went, but it, and I raced, but I, it was not my favorite. How did you finish? I didn't. Unfortunately, that's what we touched on earlier, and we'll get more of that hopefully. No, in our no, open wait a minute. You Tony. didn't finish. No. So what happened? I had a forty-mile-an-hour loop out. A loop out. Can you tell our listeners what that means? I flipped the motorcycle backwards like a beginner okay. at 40 miles an hour, and I did a belly flop do. on a dirt and then rode myself to the ambulance. And Oh, you did take yourself to the ambulance. Yeah. And does that go under insurance, or how does that work? I didn't give him my name. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> well, and if you're hearing about it for the first time on this program, as so many of you are. Like, like my mom. Like your mom. Yeah. She, your mom didn't know? Uh, no. Our producers, let's go to our producers right now, Jack and Leanne DeLeon. Can you get Tony's mom on the phone, please? Somebody give me a number. Okay, not a problem. We'll do it during the break. You're listening to Pit Pass Moto Racing. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Doug Henry, adaptive snowcross, winner X Games gold medalist, and you're listening to Pit Pass. Hey there, and welcome to the Joy of Paddle podcast, hosted by me, Minter Dial a veteran of the paddle tennis world, and sponsored by Paddle 1969. Whether you're a paddle tennis aficionado, just beginning or have never even heard of paddle, or padel as it's called in North America, this is an exhilarating new show that delves into the captivating stories of notable paddle personalities worldwide. In its inaugural season, you'll be treated to exclusive anecdotes, valuable tips, life lessons, and humorous moments shared by esteemed professional paddle players industry insiders, and passionate paddle enthusiasts. With each season aligning with the Pro Tour, you can anticipate two engaging episodes per month. The Joy of Paddle Podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, where you can find other great shows in a number of categories, such as sports, health and wellness, true crime, and fiction. To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos! Vamos! 